Welcome to the Equine Connection Podcast, where health, nutrition, and love for the horse come together. This podcast is brought to you by Tribute Superior Equine Nutrition. I'm Dr. Chris Mortensen. And I'm Dr. Nicole Rambo. Welcome back, Nicole. How are things today? Uh, things are very good, Chris. How are you? Good. It, it, it brings some excitement to this topic on horse manure. Uh, yeah. Being a reproductive physiologist, I've dealt a lot with it, not in the sense looking at it, <laughs> you know, but fair. I've done my, you know, tons and tons of ultrasounds and having to deal with, with horse manure. Not really. I wish I had listened to this podcast or something about it because I would have paid a lot more attention to what I was scooping out or, you know, picking stalls because we've all done that. From it because it, it is so important. So what I'm trying to get at, and, and the question I want to ask you is, why do we want to even look at horse manure? Like, well, what's the importance of it? Hmm. Are you even a horse owner if you aren't obsessed with your horse's poop and you haven't sent a picture of it to your vet, to your nutritionist, mm-hmm. your trainer, you know, someone in your life? Because you know we know it's an indicator of digestive health in the horse. And obviously, digestive health is something we're so concerned about. They're these big, powerful, delicate creatures. That their digestive tract is just not very robust relative to everything else about them. So, you know, we are concerned about digestive health all the time. And it's a really easy way to visually monitor horses. Now, the challenge here is there's a number of things that would be within the realm of normal. So it's really knowing your horse and what's normal for your horse. And then when things change sometimes, right? When do we get concerned? Yeah, I mean, I, every every spring, you know, you know their, their, their manure is going to get runny. I'd always expect to see that. Young foals always expect to see runny, runny manure too. So looking at the adult horse... What are some of the things? Because when you start going down this rabbit hole and looking at it, I was like, oh, wow. Oh, I didn't think about this. Oh, that's a good point. So going down that checklist, what are some of the things we can tell the listeners? Okay, when you do look at your horse's manure, here's these are the general things that you should be looking for and and what they look like, you know, stuff like that. Mm, yeah, no, absolutely. And I guess the easiest way for me to describe this, like what I will do when I go home this evening, you know, my horses are in under the fans during the day today because it's hot, gross Ohio summer and they don't love the bugs. And the first thing I'll do is take a quick pass and see what do their stalls look like? Because that's a great indicator of, you know, what's going on. And what I'm specifically looking for, A, there have been no signs of distress that day, right? You know, a horse's stall isn't all torn up for some reason. But B, it would be the quantity and appearance of manure. And it's important to know the horse because like I said, there's some variability within the realm of normal. So first thing, like how many piles are there? The number of times a horse will defecate per day varies a little bit. You know, in the literature, it says anywhere from, I think like four to 12. I would say that eight to 10, it would be a pretty normal, like your horse is in half a day, four to five piles of manure is pretty typical. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, if you have a horse who like swirls their stall around, it's a little more difficult to count, but you can even get used to what that stall is supposed to look like. And just for frame of reference, if you weigh the manure, mm-hmm. anywhere from like 30 to 40 pounds of manure production per day. Like it's a lot. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, the first thing I'm looking at, like, is there an appropriate amount for the amount of time? It, obviously, this is easier to monitor for a horse who's in a stall or who might be in a dry lot as a single horse. Is the amount of manure piles look normal? Uh, number two, what's the consistency of that manure? So, again, there's this realm of normal. And on the far ends, you have diarrhea, just liquid plop, no form whatsoever, really, really runny. And on the opposite end, you have rock hard, like we call horse apples, little Mm -hmm. balls of manure. Both ends are not normal. The range of normal for horses is a semi-formed to formed apples, but within the individual, there's going to be a little bit of variability. So if I have a horse who normally has pretty well-formed manure, now obviously I'm concerned if all of a sudden they're like all little balls and they're rock hard, that's an indicator of dehydration. But on the flip side, if that horse is pretty formed all the time, and all of a sudden he's still within the range of normal, but is kind of loose and semi-formed, that I might not freak out, but I might want to think about what's going on. Monitor. Same thing on the flip side. If you have a horse who just is kind of barely formed, but still has some form to it, all of a sudden has firm horse apples, something has changed. So it's understanding what is your horse's normal and seeing that over time. So first we look at it. The next indicator would be smell. Oftentimes, so I always joke that like horses have the best smelling poop (laughs) of of the different animals. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it smells great, but like, Mm -hmm. oh God, I remember in Animal Science 101, you had to visit each of the different livestock production uh, centers, like poultry. I was like, oh God, this that's not for me. No, Mm -hmm. thank you. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so the the consistency, like, yeah, it's still manure, but horse manure is pretty inoffensive. If it has a really strong sour or acidic smell, that might be an indicator we're having some upset in the hindgut. So if horse manure gets really stinky, that's an indicator that things aren't going great. Of course, the color of it as well. And you're like, color, poop is poop, right? But with again, there's a realm of normal, right? And the realm of normal is usually the browns. If horses are on a diet, particularly fresh green grass, like you mentioned, they often get a little loose on fresh green grass, A, because it's a change in their diet and we obviously want to adapt them slowly, but B, there's more moisture in that fresh grass than hay, so we can see some looseness there. But we oftentimes see a change in color as well and it looks more green. So generally fresh grass and like really rich alfalfa sometimes can give us a more green colored manure. As long as that's not with other drastic changes, not concerning. And the other end of the spectrum, any of the like weird colors might be concerning. So if it's really, really dark, sometimes that's an indicator there's some digested blood in the manure, a grayish color, especially if it has some mucus that comes along with it, might be an indicator that it's not passing through the digestive tract as quickly as it should. Um, So we want that color to remain consistent as it usually would be. Uh, From there, I guess the other thing, very rare to see a foreign object in horse's manure. Honestly, most of the time they don't make it all the way through the horse. They cause trouble before that. Um, But that certainly would be concerning if we saw something, you know, twine or whatever that had made it in the manure. We'd want to make sure horse wasn't consuming things that it should not be. Generally, you know, not that horses can't pick up something anywhere, but that sort of behavior is often associated with horses who aren't fed enough where they start just eating really weird things. 
when you were talking about the the smell, I just I remember my days on the racetrack, and it, it had the sweetest. It, it's hard to describe, but because their diets were so back in the day, weren't feeding straight corn, but there was fifty different bags of feed we were mixing because we weren't as advanced in our manufacturing back back again back in the day. And I remember we always added like an apple flavoring, right, to get the horses to eat it. But the manure, it, it was like almost a cow patty. <laughs> it just, but it smelled so, it was unique. It, it wasn't offensive, right? Unlike yeah. when you were talking about the the animal units, I was thinking of pigs, like, oh, you know, just rank. Not, yes. Not yes. Now, and, and here's the other thing, like the, the racetrack diets back in the day. And oh my mm. gosh, sometimes the racetrack diets today, there are some things that maybe if we could wave a magic wand, we would change, right? Mm. But particularly interesting, you point out that they were cow patties and they might've been cow patties all the time. So that would mm-hmm. be an example of that is that horse is normal. And unfortunately that horse is normal is probably not healthy. Right. So, you know, I do want to put that caveat, know your horse is normal, but sometimes I think it is possible to get used to dysfunction and it's, oh, that's just how that horse is. But, you know, there, there might be things that we need to look into in that sort of situation. So that was a very good point because I, you know, especially young, this is when I was, I was an undergrad working at the racetrack and not having the full experience around horses enough to, to realize normal, abnormal. But let's say, you know, you go home this evening and, and one of your horses, their manure is a cow. So what are you going to start going off in your head? Okay, this is the things I need to look at. Mm, yeah. So I'm probably not going to panic if it's just a one-time thing. Mm. So obviously there, there can be mild disruptions in GI function. It happens all the time and we probably don't know it, right? So unless we have drastic diarrhea, drastic squirting, that's an emergency, right? But if I have a horse who's normally very formed, who's slightly loose, I'm going to monitor and I'm going to think about what are some things that might have changed very recently that might give me indicators of what is going on. Kind of decide what level of concern do I need to call my vet and get them in the loop? So some things that I'm going to think about. One, is it only one horse whose manure has changed or is it multiple horses? That might give me an indicator. Is there something with my hay? Is there something with my feed that I I need to be concerned about? B, has there been a recent change? Great example. I'm transitioning them onto pasture. I expect to see a change then. Have I transitioned their feed recently? Particularly if I'm in the process of transitioning feed and they get loose, that probably tells me I'm transitioning a little too quickly and I need to take a step back. You know, other things that might change the appearance of their manure as well might be health related. Has there been a change in this horse's life that I suspect may cause digestive upset? Is it all of a sudden on stall rest and it wasn't before? Does this horse have some sort of underlying health condition that's currently flaring up? Oftentimes what we see exhibited as GI symptoms, they might be a secondary symptom of something else that is going on in the horse. So I might be curious about that as well. Have I started them on any sort of medications that they weren't on previously? Mm-hmm. All of those are things that I might, might want to think about. Are they nervous for some reason? So, you know, horses, when 
they get the nervous poops, right? And you're like, ah, what what happened? How did they get diarrhea for a short period of time? So was there some disruption that happened in the barn that might've caused that, that has since gone away? Was the neighbor running around with a skid steer right outside and causing a lot of noise? What happens in that situation is essentially, you know, the bowel becomes overactive and it's not drawing water out the way it should. And that's why you have that kind of transient diarrhea and a really nervous horse. So all of those are things that I would want to think about if the changes persist, okay, either on the very loose or the very hard side, you know, it, horse apples, is my horse drinking enough? Is, is there a reason it's not drinking enough? Is there a water bucket empty? Are we having some stray voltage? Is there a new horse in the herd that is chasing them away from the water source? All of those are things you would want to mark off. If it's a short term, like, uh, you know, within a couple hours, the renewer's normal again by the next morning, I'm just going to clock it and move on. If this change persists, you know, it is something that I'm going to want to go ahead, alert my veterinarian that, you know, I might have something going on. And depending on the history of your horse, et cetera, et cetera, they'll decide whether or not they should do a workup right away or just kind of tell you to monitor and update them over time. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, when you were talking about that and you did mention the water, I just kind of remember the California heat, you know, make sure those automatic waters uh, are working. Cause we had a mare that, you know, the water wasn't working and she's dehydrated. So I'd imagine, you know, her manure was probably hard. Like you said, those horse apples and she got a little bit dehydrated, but then once, once they're hydrated, kind of, they go back to normal. Right. So when, mm-hmm. like you said, if, if it's not consistent, you know, don't worry too much. Why we're talking about this. And I wanted to ask you because, you know, as an, as a nutritionist and my nutrition friends always talk about, Oh, the manure, the horse poop, it tells you so much about their health. And I'd be like, okay, okay. And you know, it's always fun to go to those conferences and, and have these discussions. <laughs> People are looking at us like, you know, in the restaurant, what are you guys talking about? But it, it does, right. When you really look at it. So from just a, just a quick nutritionist point of view why i guess the research behind it why is looking at their manure important because i know that's a big big component of a lot of our research studies Mm, yeah i always used to joke like advanced degrees in nutrition you just spend a lot of time getting up close and personal with (laughs) manure but so you know traditionally we were taking manure samples we would dry them out we would grind them down i've been very covered in a fine layer of manure dust more than once and we were measuring things that told us about digestibility primarily so if, if i fed this how much of it was actually digested and absorbed by the horse If I add this additive, did it change it? Things like that. So that's kind of traditionally what we've done in equine nutrition for a very, 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 very long time. I I suspect you go to a lot of universities and you're like, you dig in the back of that deep freeze, you might find fecal samples in there that are older than I am, like that have been retained from studies. But what's really interesting, um, and it's relatively new, right? So it's, it's a an area of research that's still being developed like equine science society this past year, a large number of abstracts were related to the fecal microbiome. So it's an area that we are learning a lot more about. We've done some podcasts in the past. That's kind of talked about the fact that we definitely know stuff about the equine hindgut and how important it is, but it's a little bit of a black box at the same time as well. And there's so much more we can learn. And this is a non-invasive way that you can learn quite a bit. Now, I will say, you know, some of the papers were, does the fecal microbiome match the sequel microbiome, which the cecum? 
the very first compartment of the horse's hind gut? And the answer is no. So you do have to be a little bit careful about drawing really strong conclusions about the fecal microbiome. So all the bugs that are in the fecal sample versus the rest of the hindgut. But we are putting together this body of work that is going to allow us over time to understand more and more what's going on in the hindgut as a whole from what we can actually easily measure in their manure, which is really, really exciting. I would say I have seen it commercialized a little bit, and I would say sometimes I think the information they're promising to tell you is a little bit premature based on the body of work, but absolutely a super exciting area that I think we're going to continue to see a lot of research investment in, which is awesome. No, it is. I mean, yeah, it's even in human health because, you know, uh, looking at taking uh, different nutraceuticals, you know, especially talking to you in the last couple of years, I'm like, oh, I need a little bit more of this, a little more of that in my diet. The microbiomes, just we're finding out, is so important to overall health, mental well-being. So, you know, what I get excited when when we dork out on pre and probiotics and all that stuff because it's like, even in human health, it's important. So for the horses, and it's exciting to see that research coming in horses. So you know, you can, you as the nutritionist can, can make some alterations to your formulation. Uh, any final tips just to give the listeners on, you know, looking at the manure, I don't know, frequency or anything else that, that you might want to give them some sage advice. (laughs) Every time you see your horse, I think just being familiar with what normal is allows you to catch small deviations from normal earlier. And I'm not saying you need to freak out every time there's a small deviation, but just being on alert because certainly anytime we can make an intervention early in a disease process, whatever that disease process might be, your outcomes tend to be better. So it's one of those things, just like knowing your horse's legs really well, understanding their manure output and their normal, I think is just a really good part of general horsemanship that every owner should have in the back of their mind anytime they're interacting with their horse. All great advice. All great advice, Nicole. Uh, just for the listeners, if, if you don't, if you haven't yet and, and you don't mind taking the time on, if you're listening to us on Spotify or iTunes or whatever app, just go to the top, click a quick five-star review and hit submit. We appreciate that so much. You know, the podcast has grown tremendously over the last couple of years, but that, that helps the circulation and, and helps get this information out there more more people could listen to us talk about poop i know we made it exciting you know (laughs) and and, and relevant uh but we really appreciate it for those that have already done that and and if you can and then if you have any questions or comments please tribute nutrition on facebook on instagram on linkedin you can leave comments uh, you can contact us if you have any ideas for a good podcast And thank you so much for listening. And I know we've got a really exciting one coming up next week. So take care. Thanks so much, Chris.